Hello, I'm Simon Tyler, and this is the Simple Note podcast series. This is number 184, What's Your Story? Now, before I get into today's Simple Note, I think it's important to just be honest with ourselves that this year of lockdown and all of our various experiences during lockdown has undoubtedly changed the way we see everything, particularly how we see ourselves and what we're up to, our work, the value we add, how we connect with people, it's all shifted and changed. And undoubtedly, it's affecting us all in so many different ways. So this simple note particularly talks about that. And I'm hoping to urge you to look again at your story and the impact it has on you in how you feel, your attitude, and the way you show up. Now, the story we tell ourselves and others initiates our emotional response and it embeds the attitude state that's going to follow and be linked to our story, whether it's true or not. And it sets in motion only linked experiences connected to that story that either confirm it or possibly go against it, but will defy the stuff that shows up that isn't consistent with our story and try and make our story even more true. Now, the story that you have that you're currently playing out is how you describe your current circumstances. And you'll tell it in your general dialogue with your friends and your family and your work colleagues. And when we're working more often now at home, it's what's rumbling around just below the surface in our own head. And it might be just feeling like it's true enough description of what's going on, but it affects us. And the power of our story, it's known and it's, it has an incredible ability to create and conjure pictures in our mind or, or evidence and evidence of emotions that seem to go with it and confirm it. And the more often you tell your story or think your story, even in part, the more elaborately you'll build it and the more vividly you'll create those pictures and the more power you give it to have impact on the listener, other people. And of course, the number one listener to your story is you. So you'll either fall down or step up when you hear and emotionally respond to and experience your own story. It has incredible power. So here's an example. I live alone. Lockdown has been lonely, boring and left me listless. More than half of my business revenue has gone. I fear the financial pain that lies ahead. I see almost no one. I'm uninspired. The silence is deafening. Most days I don't know what to do and I've lost the motivation to start anything or go anywhere. Not that I can under Covid restrictions obviously. I feel lost, disconnected and empty. What am I doing? I hate my inefficiency. It's scary. So what are the feelings that are triggered when you hear that story? Do you connect to it? Do you relate to that misery? You can't actually dispute the situation and your empathic response to it may only be sorrow and possibly confirm and add your story and how it fits and connects to that one. So how about this story as an alternate? The incredible quiet space that's opened up since lockdown has been liberating. My thoughts have run and run without all of the old time boundaries and needing to be somewhere or do something. I've relished nurturing my home and my home working places and I've peacefully accepted the opportunity to contemplate meditate, relax and let thoughts run wild. As my diary has cleared after lots of business projects closed, I was able to deliver more and more value and put in more effort in the business that I did have. 
and connected more widely, agendaless, with more people. I became open to exploring new sources of inspiration, new ways I could show up in the world, new things to learn, and every day is brand new, clear and open to new things. I'm a happy hermit. So what feelings does that story conjure? Did it make you intrigued about the journey and the discoveries of the person that just told it? You might notice the choices and the, and the way you empathically respond to it, perhaps with a respectful applause. So for the teller of the stories, the first one I talked through triggered heavy thoughts and triggers maybe resistance and sadness, defeat, doubt and perhaps even fear. And the second story is much lighter and triggers an acceptance of what is, hope, readiness, excitement and maybe curiosity. And with these two sets of responses come the linked volume of body-related chemicals dopamine, adrenaline, oxytocin, endorphins and serotonin, all triggered by the thoughts that we create and the emotions that we create with those thoughts. And they ignite associated feelings and moods and attitudes. And your story informs your reticular activating cortex, which actively just goes and finds proofs of whatever your story is saying. Which reminds me of the final chapter in the Keep It Simple book, if you've got a copy, which is The Thinker Thinks, The Prover Proves, which is my very simple way of describing how our brains tend to operate. So in either case, they just perpetuate one story or the other, whichever one we choose to tell. Oh, and by the way, both of those are my stories. I get to choose. Both are close enough to the truth and do tell a truthful-ish story, and they could be told. And on my tougher days, it seems easier to tell the first one. And telling the second one feels almost false. But telling it anyway is crucial. It's crucial to me and I've noticed it and how it affects me and lifts me up as opposed to pulls me down. So what's your story? The recurring one or the versions of your recurring story that you tell. And how do they make you feel? I urge you to rewrite or rethink first, but then rewrite your story now. Write it down, however you feel, and however you feel like you want to tell it, get it down, even if it's a version of my first story, and just look at it again. Leave it for a while, go back, and upgrade it. Change your point of focus, the choices you're making, the verbiage, the adjectives, until it feels almost untrue, almost pipe dream, which means you're nearly there, by the way. And then sit with your new story, rewrite it again, breathe and feel it. Feels better, doesn't it? Sounds really simple, and perhaps it is. I would encourage you to repeat this process in perhaps a month from now. Power it up some more, because it's likely that your story, when you first make it, and if it feels on your edge, it will naturally drift back to the one that you think is easier to tell. So go and upgrade it again a month from now. Your acceptance to your new story will start to improve. So as you drag yourself a bit further forward with your new story, you'll take yourself and your attitudes even further. And I can help you. I've offered to the subscribers of the online version of this Simple Note, if you have a story that you want to write down and send to me, your first go at it, and you want me to have a go at trying to help you upgrade it, then do that. The first five respondents to this I'll do, and I'll try and get round to as many as, as they come in. I will boost it, rewrite it, but I won't change any of the truths and send it back to you 
to work on yourself. Now, good luck telling your inspiring stories, particularly now, and obviously keep it simple. But there is one additional piece as I think about my journey and how tough it is some days when I do feel a bit lost. And it reminds me of the work done by Byron Katie. You can find all about her at thework.org. And she talks about the turnaround, particularly when we have what seems to be very heavy, inverted commas, truths that we're telling ourselves. And my version of doing Byron Katie's work is to ask myself, one, is it true? Is it really true? Which just gets me to consider the depth of what I'm trying to say to myself. Can I be certain that it is true? So having validated that, it seems to open me up to think, oh, maybe some other truths could be available. So that's the second question. What else could be true? That helps me flip it up a bit more. And then she talks about one particular piece, which is called the turnaround. So whatever sentence you've written about yourself, however you've described your situation, just take that one sentence and flip it round. Turn it into the positive version of what you've just said. I don't know what to do becomes, I do know what to do. I'm finding what to do. I'm open to finding what to do. And with the rewrites, the turnarounds, just sit with them. How do they feel? If they feel better, then they will form part of your story. Good luck. Rewrite your story. If you like this, you can find out more about the Simple Notes at simontyler.com. You can also go to SoundCloud, where more of these podcasts are available for you to listen to at your leisure. Thanks for listening. If I can help in any way, email me, simon at simontyler.com. Good luck.